Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to the Triple P's third annual award show, hosted by yours truly, Jake, aka Panux, and Charlie, aka Whimsy Watch. So welcome, we welcome, are welcome. Welcome to the award show. Today we are going to be giving awards out to the Pokemon community to the Pokemon decks and cards individually and a couple other fun categories. Um, and we had a very, very heated debate before this to, to choose our winners, but this is going to yes. be fun. Uh, this is the third time we've done this and it's, it's a fun time, a fun thing to do at the end of the, each year. Yeah. And I'll make sure to throw some comedy in there. Like every award show does uh, right. at least at one point in time, or maybe some at my expense, but Hey, <laughs> Hey, I'm sure there's going to be a few at my expense as well. Um, I know last year was a ton of fun. And, you know, there were a couple times where I lost it when I couldn't stop myself from laughing. Um, we'll see if that happens again. Uh, but these are always meant to be fun. Um, we, you know, like I said, we we discussed beforehand. Uh, so there was no real, um, you know, there was no third party or anything as far as like how we decided how to pick these winners. We just kind of made them on our own choice. So they're very super uh, official and very prestigious uh, for, for all the winners that we're about to announce. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So I we, we kind of wanted to we kind of went back and forth where we're going to start and we're going to start in the TCG category. So that is cards, decks, anything to do with the Pokemon trading card game and just the cards themselves outside of anything else. Um, so we're going to start this show off with the best card art of the year. And now this category was between January and current, so December. Uh, so there was nothing that was released in 2021 uh, that is legal to count for this category. Chuck, do you want to give out the the three nominees for this one? Or I totally space. We're doing best card art, right? Best card art. Best card art right after the get-go. Sorry, I was waiting for the monologue, which we didn't, <laughs> we didn't pay for. So uh, <laughs> right, in, right into the first award. Uh, right. So let's go with the best card art. So we have three fantastic nominees for this one. Uh, I'm gonna start with the uh, we have the uh, the great Eternatus Vmax Trainer Gallery that was in uh, Astro Radiance with Bros on it. Um, that I should know that was an Arita art as well. Um, I should know that for all of them. Uh, but that was a fantastic art. I really love that card. Uh, it it made me single handedly want to play Eternatus again. So that is a great uh, uh, nominee on that. I do have a side uh, note on that. Um, I did play yeah. Eternatus this last week at, at our last locals right before Christmas. Uh, the little birdie kind of gave me a list, and it's actually not too bad. Um, but that is definitely a side tangent, and that we'll, we'll discuss later on uh, in a further episode. This is an award show, not not a meta discussion. Yes, yes. No, no meta discussion today. Uh, no. Uh but yeah, that is our first one, uh, the Trainer Gallery, Eternatus VMAX. Now, second nominee uh, is uh, the, this is going to be a very uh, kind of motif to this. It's another Trainer Gallery card, 
But we're going to go to a single prizer Pokemon. This is brought to us uh, because who doesn't love a good Serena art? And we have Serena and Brexen art uh, brought to us in the Silver Tempest set um, uh, that was uh, nominated in for best art. Uh, great art. You know, gotta love Serena. Uh, Brexen's fun Pokemon. Good nominee. Yeah. And then uh, our last nominee, uh, also from... Astral Radiance, I believe, as I look at the set symbol on my card. Uh, but it is another Trainer Gallery card and uh, another great nominee. But it is Starmie V with good old Misty. Uh, Chilling in the pool, if we all remember this card. Um, I don't know. I love this card. My favorite card to come out in the last year. You may may have just realized who nominated this card but <laughs> yeah you yeah i mean i i mean i i had my two cents as well um it, it's not necessarily my number one favorite card as far as art uh, but i definitely see the appeal and there were so many good cards the card arts that just missed the yeah. cut um we you, you said pikachu there were a few different pikachus in there um just to mention a couple <laughs> um but you know it was very hard to come down to only three um, I do want to mention that all of these categories that we're going to have, we have three nominees. Uh, it's very hard to come down to just three, um, but I can't fault you for that for sure. Um, they're all great cards. All those trainer galleries, Pokemon has been killing it this year um, with all their card arts, their trainer galleries, their alt arts, um, all of that fun stuff. Um, so it's hard to pick just three, but I'm interested to see who wins. Well, the winner... Of our first category in the, this year's Triple P's award show is Starmy V. With, uh, we'll hand the award off to Misty with her trusty Starmy. And uh, giving you the best card art of the year for the 2022 awards. Right, right. So. Well, congratulations to Starmy and Misty. Uh, I know a lot of people love that card. Um and it's definitely one that collectors and players want alike. I will say it's not the most expensive card, but dang, I love that art. I yep. just love it. So, right. All right. Let's jump on to the next. Um, we're going to keep it in the TCG category and another fun category that's maybe a little bit off the, the, the main line here of categories is the best non meta deck, uh, deck list. Uh, to be played for the the year. Um, so we took all the meta decks out, you know, everything that sees great success. Um, and we came up with three lists that were pretty fun to play uh, that weren't uh, quote unquote meta uh, that you can bring to locals um, and still maybe catch some people off guard. The, the deck still runs pretty well, um, but you know, might have its struggles with some kind of consistency. Um, but overall uh, it's just a different way to play the game and just enjoyable. Yeah, fun was the priority. Fun was the priority. Winning was second in this category. Uh, so we do have three nominees here. Um, we're going to start off with Lost Zone Reshiram. <laughs> yes, you can, uh, that is a very fun deck if you've played it. Uh, I played a lot of it. It is just super fun to be able to do big damage with an amazing rare that's... Uh, not, not turned on by Lugia. Um, but it was more 
more or less before Lugia was released. But uh, right. uh, it is a lot of fun and playing with like a, a kind of like a fire deck of old where you just do big damage. So right. now there's something to be said, and I was kind of just thinking about this as I was reading off Lost Box Reggie um, with all these decks that we're about to say. Um, there's nothing like having your opponent sit from across from you and say, can I see that card? Can I read it? Because uh, they yeah. just don't realize what it does. Um, and then Reshi is definitely one of those cards that are like, oh, I didn't realize that's going to happen to me. Uh, so definitely a great choice there. So let's jump on to the second nominee. Um, and that's the Zora Arc box, the single prize box Pokemon with, um, you know, there's been different variations, uh, but definitely they can play on weakness. Uh, so you you have the the worm pools. You have you know you, you have breaks in that we kind of already talked about um, with a handful of other Pokemon that just kind of depending on the meta you can throw in there. Um, talk about a deck that your opponents go. Can I see your your discard pile so I could read like seven different cards? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so that that again uh, and then with the options, just a fun deck overall. I mean, anybody listening to this now knows it was probably me that picked that because I've been on this uh, deck for a while now. Um, and, it, and it's a deck that I've been meaning to play for the whole year. Yeah. Um, that's a good deck. Something that's always been around. You just change it a little bit uh, on, on how to do it, what you, what kind of cards you want in there, but it's just a, it's a fun deck to always kind of constantly throw curveballs at your opponent. So, right. Right. All right. And our third nominee for um, the best non-meta deck of the year is Ditto Box from the Pokemon Go set. Um, another card or a deck that maybe never really saw the the love and attention it maybe should have. Um, a deck that is played with the Sheninja, um, with the Life Squeeze ability, uh, and then also with the Garbodors with the uh, with the Poison. Uh, being able just to catch your opponent off guard where you just use ditto. Hopefully they don't look at your discard pile, um, see a Sheninja in there, and then you say life squeeze, and they're like, I don't know what you mean, and then they die by poison. So you don't even <laughs> knock them out with your actual attack. Pretty fun deck. It's uh, always fun to find a way to break a Pokemon that isn't supposed to be in play the way you get it there. Like, so <laughs> right. that's... That's why this one's especially fun. Right. Uh, unfortunately for this deck, and, you know, I think actually really with Zora Box and probably Lost Boss Rex, she's uh, just spread is so rampant. Uh, Sableye kind of says no uh, to all of these decks from really seeing any kind of chance of seeing any kind of success. Uh, plus with the Ditto Box, I mean, you're seeing, um, you know, a lot of Paracels out there uh, <laughs> and things yeah. like that. Uh, so these decks will never really see the light of day when it comes to meta. But if you you know you're playing at locals, I would highly suggest playing um, either one of these decks. Yeah, yeah, they are all fun and can win in their own way of of being played, and they they offer a lot of fun alternative ways to get through a tournament. Right. All right. With with no more further ado, let's pick the winner for this category. And the winner for the best non-meta deck is Ditto Box Shadinja. <laughs> this one was uh, a heated debate between us. Uh, and I think we both 
wanted uh our other box or other box deck to work um but then we kind of just found a middle ground in, in ditto because yeah. uh, all three of these decks are worthy so we kind of gave it you know to, to the other guy not not getting as much love yeah yeah it's kind of like well if neither one of us can get it then it goes to if if like the it goes to the other one because, yeah we we those uh, two knock each other out yeah uh all three decks were fun uh all three decks are you know they're not bad they're just uh fun ways to play alternative kind of styles and yeah basically uh ditto and ditto is a fun way to use attacks so there's a fun there's like extra fun and then using a a pokemon like shininja uh yeah yeah this is cool yep all right well let's go ahead and move on to the next category and that next category will be um, best deck. So we're going to just jump right into it. Um, there was a lot of different decks uh, that, to be considered. And we have to remember, um, this is the whole calendar year. Uh, so it's not just in the current meta that we're in. Um, so there are a lot of, um, you know, uh, <laughs> decks that were go- moving up and down as far as popularity all year long. Um, but with that being said, um, our first nominee for best deck of the year is Mew V Max. Yes. Now uh, that is probably the only deck that has been here all year. So right. so it was a, a deck at the end of last year that it came out. Um, and it's always seen relevance, right? Um yep. all year long. Has it been the most successful? Maybe not really, because uh, people teched against it early in the year when it was considered BDIF. Um, so there were a lot of hard counters to go to that. Um, and then it kind of fell off and then it came, you know, it's always seen play. And then whenever people write it off, it just doesn't have, you know, the decks don't have techs against it. And then it jumps up there and then um, takes another top spot. Um, we've seen it win multiple um multiple tournaments throughout the year so um, and, and we've seen yeah. two hard counters printed for it <laughs> and, and it the, still and doesn't counter yet yeah. and it still does not go away it is the peak uh, of our time it definitely is so it definitely had to be there for sure um all right and the next uh best deck of the year and this one was a little hard to categorize but we're just going to say Arceus box so whenever Arceus came out uh, Arceus plus a thing. Plus a thing. Arceus plus pick your flavor. Um, Arceus has seen a lot of success this year after it came out. Obviously, it hasn't been as it hasn't been in the meta as long as as Mew has. Uh, but then I, I think when it's when it was at its top, it its peak was a lot higher than where Mew was at. I think Arceus has found its place in the meta every time. Uh, every set release. Uh, people have found a way to make him come back. He may have, he may wane for a second, and then they go, "Wait, we can do this with Arceus," and then it comes back. Right. So, um, he's maybe not the most straightforward guy in the world, but he finds a way to be the top of the game, and hence God Pokemon. That's what they do. Right. I mean, he won so many tournaments. Like, there was a point in North America where all he's the He's Mr. Regionals, North America. Yeah, he's Mr. North America, uh, where he won all the regionals and, and uh, NAIC. Um, also seeing a lot of success, in, you know, over in Europe and Worlds and all that good stuff. Um, obviously, it, it's fallen off a little bit, but like, as 
as it falls off, it just finds other answers because accelerating three energies off an attack, um, pretty good. And then also just finding any two cards you want just yeah. for an uh, for an ability um, is pretty broken, really, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay, and then the third one um, we're going to talk about is Palkia uh, V-Star. So Palkia came in the meta right after Arceus. Um, there was a lot of special energy hate um, when Arceus was seeing a lot of play because of double turbo uh, energy. Um, so you saw things have hate there, and Palkia's like, wait a second, I don't need that. I just have regular energies. And then the the plethora of things that go along with, with a Palkia box uh, deck just made it so dominant. Yeah, I mean, it came onto the scene, accelerating energies from the discard pile to play. And really uh, didn't leave until kind of recently, just chugging along. But uh, yeah, like recently has been his biggest uphill climb. We've seen a couple different iterations, but uh, maybe like with a like a Kiram added in or an Ice Rider added in. But Palkia has well, been a pretty good card to stay. Even as that. recent as Toronto, we saw Palkia see some success with like Jake Gearhart's list with having the Articuno out there. So they were reading, oh, Lugia is, is dominant because it can accelerate energies. But hey, what can we do to, you know, slow that down? Uh, you know, paralysis is there. Um, and then just having that that same train that, um, you know, consistency train that Palkia is known for having all those options. So you have definitely a lot of different options um, in the deck is definitely a reason why this needed to be considered as, as one of the best decks of the year. Yeah. Plus we had the whole, the whole Palkia top eight that everyone loves to bring up. Uh, yeah. There's no, no other time in Pokemon history has a deck had all eight top spots in any given regional or any tournament that's a regional or above. Yeah, um, so, so pretty impressive to say that Palkia is the only list that has done that so far. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, yeah. So that's it makes a good top three. People might be like, "Well, where's the best deck in the format at the moment in Lugia?" Well, uh, Lugia might be the 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 movie that people have released to try and get on the Oscar picture, but we looked at the whole the whole right, year. Right. It, it was definitely that fourth three. deck that needed to be considered. Um, Again, it's a whole year kind of thing. Uh, and it's definitely um, seen the same kind of love slash hate for it since it's been out where people are trying to counter it. Um, but then, you know, when that, whenever rotation hits again, this deck's going to, Lugia is going to fall off. I think the other three decks still have chance, uh, a higher percentage chance for relevancy uh, after rotation than, than um, Lugia does. So that was also consideration. Yeah, so... All right. Well, without any further ado, the winner of the best deck of the year is Arceus Box. Arceus Box. Other things wins again. Energy acceleration. <laughs> getting to pick whatever card you want. It's just, it's just seen so much success, so much versatility. Um, I think the best of Arceus is still maybe yet to come. Um, I. I think that card's going to still be relevant um, until the day it rotates um, because there's so much versatility with that. And I think that's probably why we picked that card over all the rest. 
Uh, the litany of things it's done since release is just crazy. So, um, and it doesn't want to go away. Like I, I like you said, it, it may falter for a minute, but they'll find a way to make it work. So, it's a great deck. For sure. All right, let's get into the next category. And this one was a little bit difficult, uh, but this there's you know there's another plethora of Pokemon that we can consider here. Uh, but this next category is best Pokemon card or Pokemon of the year in the Pokemon TCG. Uh, there was a, like I said, a lot of these decks that we've already talked about were consideration with their individual cards. <laughs> Uh, but there there were three that stood out the most to Chuck and I um, when we said best Pokemon of the year. Um, yeah. So without further ado, let's get into the, the nominees. Um, and the first nominee is Arceus. We kind of already talked about Arceus and why it was successful. Uh, because you could say Arceus plus this, uh, it just made so many different things great. Um, so of course it had to be added to a nominee of best Pokemon of the year. Yeah. For sure. I don't know. Uh, if I tell you there's a card that accelerates three energies and then lets you search your deck for two cards on one thing, you go, yeah, that's a good card. No matter what game we're playing. No matter what game we're playing. So, 100%. All right. And then the next nominee, we're going to have to say Palkia V-Star. Again, with energy acceleration, giving different options uh, for different attackers You've seen Kiram's in there. You've seen Palkia's in there. Uh, we even have Greninja became relevant attacker. And that was the first deck that really did that. Um, being able to snipe uh, is just such a good deck um, because of Palkia. Uh, water saw a lot of relevance. Uh, water was on, always on the fritz about being like a super meta. It's always had some of those cards um, that made it just on the edge of being super good, but it wasn't until Palkia came along that made water like super viable, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Palkia was just that right mix of acceleration and perfect, uh, the right attacking ability so that he could kind of terrorize the meta for a little bit, be the big boogeyman that everyone was worried about um, a little bit. And and just fight uh, and do really good. Uh, I mean, the Star Porter ability is crazy. I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Palkia. So uh, as am I. I mean, I brought him to NIIC, and you know the deck was great. Uh, it ran. It was definitely not the deck that that let me down that day. That was 100 percent me and some of the meta decisions I made on my deck choices. Um, so the deck is is a great deck, um, and there's still lots of lots of options to be had with Palkia. Yep. All right. And then the third nominee for best Pokemon of the year is, and I we kind of cheated on this one, but it is the whole Shady Dealings Inteleon Pokemon line. Uh, so uh, Sobble, Drizzile, Inteleon, Shady Dealings, and being able just to evolve a Pokemon and get a supporter item, whatever you needed. Um, and then you can rinse and repeat, uh, making rare candy relevance to, to, to jump over, uh, making scoop up net super relevance, um, quick balls, VIP passes. It's made so many different cards, um, very relevant in so many different decks. We talked about RCS, we talked about Palkia, best deck of the year. Um, what do those two decks have in common generally? 
we got the, the shady dealings. Yeah, you know, we got shady dealings, right? So yeah, uh, had to include shady dealings. Yeah. Um, go look for a trainer card is a really good ability, uh, and then when you get to do it for two cards on on Inteleon, that's really good. Uh, we really saw it this year really take off, even though that's a card that the card has been around for. Close yeah, the first years. year of its life, uh, I think the meta was just too fast with having like professors, Dedene, Crobat, just really being able just to turn through your tech so fast. Uh, once the game slowed down a little bit and we saw VMAX's V-Stars kind of take flight, the game definitely slowed down where it was a turn or two where you're having evolutions involved that were relevant. Uh, and, you know, Shady Dealings was the benefactor of that, uh, being able to make so many decks work. And, yeah, it just being, like I said, being able to grab whatever you need at the moment, it is uh, the backbone of a lot of decks we've seen throughout the year. 100%. I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, well without further ado, the winner of... This year's Pokemon of the Year is Shady Dealings Inteleon Drizzle Sabo. Yeah, it had to be them. I mean, it, we seen it in in both the top decks of the two of Arceus and Palkia. Um, we're seeing it still in other decks, even though maybe not as in uh, as much as we've seen before, but we've seen it. Empower single prize decks is in Rapid Strike Malamar. We've seen it in Palapar, uh, in uh, just Radiant Charizard, own, yeah, just <laughs> its own thing and empowering Radiant Charizard and Beedrill and all kinds of other stuff. Just basically empowering decks throughout the year. Uh, so it, it is, uh, I think, a, a valid winner, right? If anything, I think that's the most valid winner we've had so far. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's go into the next category. Um, this one is the best item card. Um, and as we were kind of uh, talking about best Pokemon, I kind of really regret not including something here. So I'm going to actually axe one of the cards and I'm going to put uh, um, uh, a different card in there. So the fourth on the line, which is now eliminated from the top three, would have been Quick Ball. I think every deck... <laughs> loves quick ball every deck or most decks want to have you know that basic pokemon search uh but but at this point i mean it's, it is a staple um i think it won last year it was one of the closest ones um but it's old news so we're gonna we're, we're gonna just kick that one out um but the, oh, yeah. the nominee the first nominee that we the official nominee that we have and we, i'm just ad-libbing this one in <laughs> is scoop up net <laughs> scoop up net made Inteleon so <laughs> great right <laughs> That, that yeah, yeah, that card made so many like it's made Lost Box great. It's made you know whenever that came onto the scene, um, you, you, the deck is just so versatile and being able to just rinse and repeat abilities because of Scoop of Net, it has to be added in there. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. It's better than <laughs> Quick Ball. So it's better than Quick Ball. Um, all right, let's get into the next one. The next nominee for the best item of the year is Chuck's favorite card, Battle VIP Pass. I hate this card, but God dang, if it isn't good. <laughs> it is, I hate that this card is so good. 
Um, it's seeing a lot of it's been seeing a lot of relevance, especially starting with Mew. Uh, but then obviously Palkia has made it a super uh super good card. Uh, we've seen it in a, a plethora of different uh decks. Uh, it, it goes good with Irida or Irida. Um, because you if you're going second, you can just search that out. It goes good with Lost Box because you could just kind of keep that train going. It's it, the deck, the yeah. Pokemon search is so important, especially early Pokemon setup. Um, it sucks that the card can't be used every turn, but then that would just be too good. Um, but the deck, the card, um, you can't argue with how good it is. Yeah, I mean, Mew showed us it was good in Mew, and then you were just like, well, that's just because Mew likes to discard stuff and everything. But I think Palkia was the one that kind of, when it started, was like, yo, this card can be good in anything if you want to go pedal to the metal. Um, you just got to have ways to get around the dead cards later in the deck. And Lost Box, like you said, Lost Box took advantage of it. And it's just been uh, available for decks all year that just want to go really fast um and 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 go from there so <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> as i'm distracting chuck here yeah. um uh, <laughs> let's get into the last nominee and this one's maybe a little bit biased uh because somebody here loves palkia actually both of us do uh, but somebody fought really hard for this one to be in there um, and it is a valid card for sure. And that is Cross Switcher. Cross Switcher being yes. able to gust your opponent for an item, not even a not even a supporter. Um it goes really well with Irda, uh, with Intellion lines, with the scoop up nets, like everything there. <laughs> everything there uh makes this card great um it, it is limited because you can only use that effect twice uh, because you do have to find two cards but the card itself is powerful in this current meta with the cards that are around uh around it yeah i i, I fought hard for this one because i feel like as an item card like if you could find a way to get this card in your deck the item gusting was so powerful so um i i mean yes palkia was the guy that kind of said yeah i'm gonna make use of this a lot but uh it's just a very good item card that's i don't know not a ball search not a go get a pokemon or evolution i find it, it was just a, a a very good item card in general I agree. Deserving. I agree. It definitely is one to set those uh, those decks out apart from one another. All right. Well, let's. Without further ado, uh, let's get into the winner of the best item card. And there's going to be controversy on this one because I think after discussion that this shouldn't be the winner. But the winner of this year's best Pokemon item card is Cross Switcher. Yeah. Well, actually, I was debating. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't really. We looked at cards that were prominent in this year's meta, but I think the only card that we nominated actually that was printed this year. No, it doesn't have to be printed. Just 
this is not best art. This is not best art. This is best in this meta, best for the year. We've been playing with these cards all year, or most of them. Um, So any of these categories is the year for total. All right. (laughs) But yes. Yes, we we argued all about this beforehand. We didn't have Scoop Up Net on the table. How did we miss Scoop Up Net? I'm sorry, <laughs> Scoop Up Net. <laughs> How did we pick Inteleon we as best Pokemon and not? Yeah, we already rotated it. <laughs> you will yeah, be missed. Yeah, Crosswitcher wins <laughs> on a technicality. All right, so the last the last category of the TCG card uh, category here is best supporter of the year. Um, again, this did not have to be printed this year. This is just a card that we played all year long. Um, and there were arguments on this one, too. Uh, there, yeah. This year is definitely a year where there have been a multiple different supporter cards that were viable. Um, last year, 2021, there were really only three. Um, this year, um, there are so many more. Um, yeah. But with that being said, let's get in to the uh to into the nominees so the nominees for this year's best supporter card of the year is boss's orders enough said enough said boss's i mean w- what other card can you just say boss for win right i mean everybody says and boss for win for this this and this there's so many ways to pick them out depending on the yep. engine you play uh and then just be able to boss for win um you, we've seen it so many go, times okay. yeah or you sit there and go as long as you don't have boss i got this and then they show you the boss and you go okay you got this right so exactly so again it had to be there um let's go into the second category here and that is professor's research i know chuck you really loved having this card nominated again I, I had a different card that I, I didn't want to have that I want to have it in its place. I'll be honest, but it has been a staple, but I feel like this has been the year of playing things that aren't research, but it is. Still With that being said, card. the reason this card is nominated over other cards is because this card sees play in basically every deck you want to create. There's been a plethora of different cards um, that we've kind of mentioned um, from from Melanie from e- Energy Acceleration, and there's other e- Energy Accelerations to Irida from being able to search out cards. Again, a great card, um, but those cards only see play in a very minute amount of decks. They're very specific. Uh, Professor's research is a little bit more abroad, um, so I wa- wasn't going to let you fight for a narrow-minded card um, over over these ones here. I no, it's, I have to pick my battles. Exactly. Yeah, I, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that being said, we have a third nominee, and that nominee is Marnie. Yes. It, it still Marnie. is the big three, right? Yeah, still big the big three. Um Roxanne has lied too many times or is just not played because uh, you haven't, you, you, you have to get to a certain point in the game, right? Basically, Marnie, so just... Marnie, there, I mean, I've heard it multiple times with people playing four ofs or, or heavy counts of Marnie's where just like Marnie every turn is, is great as long. I mean, never letting your opponent have a, a stable hand is good. 
So, right. I mean, how many times have you heard, um, you know, walking around regionals or just war stories around, you know, locals or online where, man, I would have had the game if you didn't Marnie me into nothing. Right. Yep. That card is great just for that. Plus the Charles yep. cards for yourself. It was going good until I got Marnie. Right? So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So. All right. With that being said, uh, the, this year's winner of best supporter uh, card of the year is Boss's Orders. Yeah. I mean, just as good. I said it with Brock Boss's Orders. So I'm going to take this time to say, I think Irida should have been in this top three. <laughs> Irida's a great card, but it doesn't go into a lot of decks. And I, uh, the card again. literally says, do what you want. We yeah, see no, it no, on no, it only says that to Isaiah Bradner. <laughs> only for Isaiah Bradner. Anybody else, um, you still have to stick to the rules where it's an item and a Pokemon. <laughs> just uh, a little okay. shade. I, yeah, I know that that was definitely, joke. yeah, just a joke. It, it, <laughs> we, I, we know I that I, fight, <laughs> I did fight hard for that to be nominated for anyone else it's, who is a It's fan a great of. card. I'm not arguing that. But it, uh, be, name a deck it that took... doesn't say Palkia that our er, Irida goes into. Yes, that is why I seeded my argument because it only sat in one very specific. Well, not very. It's it sat in one very specific type of deck. wasn't as universal as the other three, um, but I did try and get it nominated for taking a deck that didn't want to play research. So. Um, but you know, you have to pick your battles, and 100%. that was one I didn't. I tried, but I got Crosswitcher to win. So, yep. Rick, this <laughs> should have been scoop up. You should have reminded me. I can't believe I missed that. That's a that's a miss on my part. Yeah. <laughs> all righty, so that's it for the uh, the TCG side, where all the cards related to you know this year's categories um, that we had. Um, so now we're going to go into the Triple P Podcast Awards. This one's more kind of a fun thing. We have a couple fun categories and then one kind of semi-serious one. Um, so we're going to we're gonna throw shade at each other. Um, and we're going to start with sh throwing shade towards my way. Uh, so this year, um, our first category is um, Best Triple P Host at Trivia. Now, we don't have the statistics beyond this but we're uh, this is more just a feel <laughs> are we gonna have to start keeping statistics I, we might have year? to start keeping statistics uh for this but the the best host at trivia the nominees i don't know if you <laughs> can tell who these are gonna be uh but that is charlie and jake <laughs> yes i think my stats speak for themselves we don't know <laughs> we just know <laughs> maybe your stats aren't great but we can tell that mine are not the best when it comes to like, especially uh, in our recent episodes when we started going to the rapid fire. Um, I definitely lock up because even when I know the card, I can't spit it out fast enough. Um, and that definitely hurts me. Yeah. I and Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's I a still think I, uh, it's a Molga. That's right. See, I said the right one now. I still have a mark on my display case over there because it's directly across from me where I threw my pin across the, my basement. It teaches you not to throw things. I can't help it in the heat of the moment, my friend. So, <laughs> All I, right, I, I but will, I will not. I will say that we will forever be uh, 
blessed with emoga so from <laughs> emoga. from our trivia so oh that's right you're gonna you're gonna get me on the next emoga or, or patchery so you're gonna you're gonna say one of them and i'm gonna be like i just oh, what I, I don't know <laughs> what i need is a patcherisu that is playable a playable deck that's like hot meta stuff that you have to keep playing and i'm gonna make you have make you say emoga every time you play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right you're you're not wrong all right so let's get into the winner of this year's triple p host at best at trivia is chuck i won i won winner let's go chuck I can retire. As no, we we need you so. here. I, I need you here. We need <laughs> I need a co-host. Uh, I need my best friend to talk about Pokemon and all life's things every week with. Especially now that you're right. gone. You cannot retire. You're not allowed. I am not gonna retire anytime soon. But let's go. I will I will up my trivia game for next year now. Well, don't make it harder on me. Just I'll make it harder <laughs> on you, and you just get you get the hard questions. I'll get the easy ones to feel good about myself. All right, all right. So let's get into the next category of this section here, and that is the best pokey fantasy owner. Um, and I guess I have to preface this here, uh, where we've done a few bets between each other, where we kind of draft players, IRL players, to have success. Um, for any given big tournament of the year um, and we kind of a little bit of gambling too where it was a little bit of like um, you know it's not necessarily always draft those players it's also just betting uh, betting on you know anything when it comes to Pokemon for punishments here uh, so anytime that we bet each other either if it's fantasy uh, draft or if it's just hey um, whoever has the most success at this uh, this given challenge um, you know, we won't we won't get punished. Um, so those are kind of the 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 pre yeah. pre emphasis there. Um, and the two nominees for this year are Chuck and Jake. <laughs> no one else plays our our silly gambling games, right? But that still, I mean, we we gotta give ourselves some love, right? Yeah, because no one else wants to go to locals and have to play four hop. Yeah, or or why or, are you, uh, or why, are, <laughs> why are you playing that? Like, look at the look they give on your face. Like, oh, this guy's new. I don't know He's what that looks hop. like. <laughs> or for unidentified fossils. Hmm. hmm. Hey, I'm working on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, right. to, I haven't played any. I know, before. I know, I know. You have a bye week. I get it. I get it. Um, the other one was uh, what was the other one? Was it Riley? No, it was Hoppin. Hop and something else. It was Hop Fossils Schoolgirl? No. No. I feel like was... you had to play Nugget once too. That might have been no, pretty not Nugget. Not... Oh, it was the it was Dan. Oh, how can we forget Dan? Yeah, your yeah. Stone Journal, Rock, Paper, Scissors. Yeah. Dan was a Dan was a yes. I think he we've given totally... away like to anybody like listening to this episode for the first time. I think they've already get who who's who's winning this category because of who's been punished the most here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so my that... record speaks for itself on this. <laughs> one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so at least with trivia, I win every so often. Uh, so far in the fantasy owner slash gambling side bet category, Chuck, you've not won one. So the winner of this year's 
uh, best pokey gambler, I guess is what we're going to call it. And that would be myself. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> if we're betting on something, do not double down on whatever I picked. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's thank there's you. hot gambling. I just want to say thank you, Tord Recklib, for saving my bacon on the last one. <laughs> yeah, that was the closest I ever got. So that's uh, what you get for not picking toward <laughs> that. Yeah, that's I sat down at the poker table on that one with a straight <laughs> flush. And then he was like, I got a royal flush. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you, you you did do well that one. All righty. So that is it for the funny shenanigans ones there. We have one more triple P awards um, awards category to give out. Um, and that is this year's 2022 Best Triple P guest. Yes. They, we've had a lot. Um, this com- We've been blessed to have such an awesome community um, of, of great people um, that are not even just, uh, you know, competitive TCG players or streamers um, or artists or whatnot. Every, everybody in any walk of life in the Pokemon um, community that we've ever reached out to uh, has been super awesome coming on willing to talk with us share their story um share you know their experiences and everything there um so although you know we only have uh three uh, it, it's it's it was a lot harder than that because you know every single person listening listening all our guests for the last year so yeah but every 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 guest we've had is a nominee we love them all but uh, we had a we had a couple standouts this year that uh, just went above. Right, right. All right. So with no further delay here, let's get into our first nominee. And our first nominee of best guest of the year is Gumi Gumi. Yes. I don't know what else to say about Gumi. She is super awesome in so many different uh, facets of life. Obviously, a great. Yeah, Twitch streamer, content creator, uh, local judge, um, just organizer, um, just so many like uh, trivia, uh, art, yeah, all well, that stuff. Just so, so many great, great things about Gumi. She came here and killed it at our own game, and then yep. trumped us with some trivia, right? So, uh, yeah, exactly. So she is the only, the only guest this whole year when we go into our trivia um section she brought her own trivia question and caught both yeah. chuck and i off guard uh and not only that i'm pretty sure she got both of our questions of that that specific week right and trumped us yeah. on on hers yeah that's what i mean she came and just owned us at her own game 100 so. 100 and not only is she a great guest in in everything i consider a really great friends um as well uh whenever you know there have been a couple times where you know I've just had things that I needed to talk about, you know, life, Pokemon, whatever. Um, and she's always there to listen. Um, and super awesome. Yep. All right. Let's get on to our next uh, next nominee. Uh, and that the next nominee for best triple P guest of the year is Brock Parched. Yes. Brock Parched is is probably a little less. Say again. This is earlier in the year episode too. Very very early in the year. Uh, I think it was uh, 
March ish. Um, yes. So he's a little probably less known than Gumi and other guests that we've had on the on the podcast. Um, but he also is a judge. He's a world's competitor. He's a he's a, he's a great player. Um, and he we had him on after our um, the the CG the C now, CJC the CJC charity event. the charity event uh, where he's kind of part of of the of the um, the gust of winds community up there. Um, so the, some of those guys came down. Um, he ended up taking it, taking the uh, taking the tournament, beating me in the finals um, where he had a Arceus with like uh urshifu and and it was just a wacky list with uh with like um galarian zapdos and just a bunch of stuff so we had him on uh you know the week after to talk about that run just kind of like the deck creativity that he had because i've yet to see still any rcs deck that was quite like his um and the deck was really good but um we had him on and then unfortunately chuck um you had something pop up last minute where you couldn't come on um so he came on and not only was he a guest, he was basically a co-host um, where I was riding single um, where I really wasn't because I had Brock on my side uh, where we talked about his run and just all things Pokemon. I thought that was probably one of the better uh, episodes of the year just because of his versatility and how he rolled with the punches and his knowledge of the game. Um, it was such a great one. So, again, I, if you guys haven't heard that one, I, I would go back and wa- uh, listen to that one. Uh, that one was definitely very enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, he stepped up to the plate well in an ep- in an, an episode that I unfortunately was absent on. So, hey, 100%. And then let's go on to our uh, fourth, no, our fourth, our third and final uh, podcast guest of the year. And that's PJ Wad- Wajuski. I, I can't, I always get his yeah. name wrong. Wad- Wadzuki. <laughs> We're too sick. Well, too sick. But too sick. I cannot get it right. I'm sorry, PJ. Uh, but again, um, again, there were so many awesome guests uh, that we had on this year. But PJ, um, just talking about you know Shuffle Squad and what he's trying to do to, for the community um, in the com- in the, um, the competitive TCG um, to make e-sport you know make it you know, esports. Um, I I'm very like just what he does for the community there with prizing, making it um, just. You know, doing other things that most people won't do. There's so many great competitors or or streamers or this, but he's definitely putting the money where his mouth is and and, and putting it into the community. Um, and, and just the insights he had, um, definitely a great guest. Um, all these, everybody that was mentioned here, plus more, um, awesome guests, every- and every single one we've had. You know, we've had. All the you know, basically all the big names and all you know, there are a lot of great play- players on the, or players and people that we've had. Uh, but this year, these three stood out to me the most. Yep, uh, they did. They did. Uh, they did step up, uh, stand out a little bit on, as well. Uh, but every guest we've had on has been great and been a lot of fun. Um, just wanted to point that out. Uh, everyone has been a great time and, and, and on each and every episode that we have someone on. So 100%. So if you're listening and you have been on the episode before, please know that we have, we did think of every single person. Um, and yeah. please don't take offense if we did it because uh, everybody's super awesome. And I love this community um, so very much. 
Yeah. All right. Who won? Without further ado, the winner of the Triple P's podcast uh, award or best best guest award is Brock Parch. Yes. Congratulations, Brock. Again, uh, super awesome episode. Um, basically co-hosting it and guesting it on his first time ever being on a podcast. Um, and I believe that one was actually even looking back to it is when we were doing live episodes. So he was on live on Twitch as well. So even more of a reason uh, to give him super, yeah. super thing. And we do need to go back to being live. I know, you know, we've been busy and a lot of things have popped up, but I think that's still in the works for us down the future. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, I, we wouldn't, I, I, I know we wanted to like kind of shout him out on this one a lot because he did step up. Uh, as a great guest, very informative, you know, filling all the roles that a guest would do and then still basically getting thrust into the, okay, hey, you're kind of like going to be my co-host because the the other person that's supposed to be here isn't here. Right. Uh, and, on, and, and and yeah, that was to like, be. So he found was, out was, like two minutes before we started recording that that was going to happen. So, so yeah, um, basically wanted to give a high five and a shout out to creating a great episode on top of being thrust into what you would not normally get thrown into if you're just guesting on a podcast so 100 all right and that is it for the triple p category now we're going to get into the community awards so this is anything to do with the pokemon tcg community online and irl play um, we got four more categories here um, and we're just going to get into it and we're going to start off with the community awards as best streamer uh so we got there's a lot of great streamers again um we've had plenty of them on and you know just watching most of them throughout you know the year has been been a joy uh, but the first um nominee of best streamer is little dark fury gotta hold his title down from last year right so he is the defending champion uh with good reason um, was it YouTube content from last year that he won? No, it was it was streamer. Winner. It was streamer. It was streamer. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty okay. sure. Um, but his decks, um, he he looks at the game differently than most people and comes up with the spice. You know, we had him on semi recently with the the shuffle pod um, crossovers um, going into Toronto, and I know he was playing a he was playing a Lugia, Lugia deck, but with a Mewtwo in it. I know that was a you know, off the normal beaten path. Um, and that's just one example of kind of things he does on a nightly basis on his stream. Um, and I actually can't wait till, you know, we, we get rotation. And, you know, after the last rotation, we had um, like short, sword and shield um, only tournaments where there was only like two or three sets. Um, so very limited pull. And, and I'm assuming we're going to do something similar to that um, when we have a small pull into the scarlet violet and whenever those come up i can't wait to see what he comes up for those tournaments um and then just going on um a great creative mind and definitely fun to watch yeah if you were yeah he likes to if you're gonna equate making decks and pokemon to like cooking he knows how to cook all the staples that you would want plus some exotic dishes but he'll take he'll take that regular old spaghetti and meatballs lugia deck and he'll find a way to find that spice in it to make it something a little just tastier 
Exactly. All right, so let's get on to the next, and the next nominee for Best Streamer of the Year is Azul GG. Uh, what can you <laughs> say? I mean, it's Azul. His streams are always fun. Yeah, Podcasts, so good. He, he's he's a little bit everywhere right there, right there. But yeah. as far as just streaming, um, he's very entertaining because yes, one he plays the meta decks, he plays the off the wall decks, um, and plays them like superbly where you would think they were meta decks. Um, I would say his streams are not always. Um, PC for children, um, because it's a you know, he does have a little language from here to there, um, but he does clean it up on the YouTube side of it, um, so you can watch those deck list things. But, um, I feel that even just having that is is kind of refreshing because you can just see that he's like a normal person, um, and just how he can just laugh things off. And I, and I mean, maybe it's because he's such a great player, um, but even when those decks that like or those matches that he's playing when he's playing like in any random like online event. Um, and then he gets that, you know, that player that has that direct tech to him and he loses uh, that. Can- he never gets mad, really. Uh, it just the way he just laughs it off is, is kind of funny um, and kind of enjoyable and refreshing uh, to watch where he's not like, even though he's tryharding it, it doesn't seem like he is. Yeah. All right. Uh, so let's jump into <laughs> the next one. <laughs> Sorry, you said it all. I don't have anything to add. Well, well, I'm just going to jump on to the next. And the next one is uh, Tricky Jim. Um, obviously, um, Andrew Mahone um, is probably the face of Pokemon um, when it comes to, you know, the TCG side of it. Uh, and when it comes to the TCG gameplay side, I mean, you got to give him props. He's kind of the biggest in the, like biggest face to see when it comes to maybe streaming or or YouTube content creation. When it comes to playing the game of cards, so hundred percent, yeah. All right, um, I guess we can just jump on into the winner, and then we'll go to a little bit of explanation there. Um, but the winner of Best Dreamer of the Year is Azul GG. So Azul, I mean, Azul wins based off of everything I kind of just said previous. Um, but I think I think the reason why we kind of kept Tricky Jim, and I, there, was a, a, there was definitely a big argument for all three, but uh, I think Tri- Tricky Jim was like on the, the cusp the cusp of taking uh, you know the the streamer of the year um but the one thing that i've seen in the last couple months and, and i know the community is waiting for live to be you know good um and, and what everybody was hoping for uh but like i feel like every time in the last three months that i've logged in to watch one of his streams he's always complaining about live <laughs> he goes on like a 30 minute rant the same rant of the night of the day before, um, but like he just needs to get out of his system. But the once he does that, like he's all good. Um, then he yeah. can just talk into it. But I think that that little rant that at the beginning of most of his streams, or at least just the ones that I've cherry picked while I'm watching him at work at lunch um, when he's starting, uh, it, it just seems like uh, that that that's just what kind of stopped him from winning this this category of the year. 
Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I consume most of my access Pokemon content uh, later in the day when it comes to Twitch and or via YouTube, uh, just because my usual work schedule doesn't pro permit uh, most stream schedules for people. Yeah. So I can generally, I don't see, uh, you know, what you're seeing when it comes to Tricky Gym or or things like that. So yeah, I don't I don't get to watch a whole lot, but during lunch break is like right when he's starting and there's nobody else on. Um you know th with the high numbers that, that are there. Um and that that's what I've experienced in the last three months, like I said. Uh so that's kind of why you know there there was a little bit of a mark against him. Yeah. All right. That's fair right. fair enough. All right, well, let's jump into the next category, and that is the best YouTuber for Pokemon TCG of the year. Um, and the first nominee is Celio's Network. What can we say about Celio? I mean, the man's got it. He, he knows how to break stuff down. Um, he's, he's always providing good meta-analysis. Um, so... I mean, that's really what I can say about Celio is that you can get a little bit more of an in-depth meta talk from him or meta reviews. I mean, he still does deck breakdowns as well, but uh, he does offer that if you're a competitive player kind of niche of, of breaking down metas in the time frame, like... I'm sure like his like meta breakdowns of before Toronto are like super great to watch right now, but right. he'll put them out still before Toronto, you know, just, just cause it's great content for that time. time 100%. So out of all the nominees that we're going to list here, I think Celia's network is the one for the competitive TCG player. If you're going to any big event, he'll break down the current meta. Um, you know, what's seeing, you know, what's seeing its arc go up and what's kind of seeing less play um, and the reasons why. So it's definitely something you'd a content creator you'd want to watch going into a big tournament, um, just being able to gauge yourself off, the, uh, you know, gauge what your choice is going to be. So definitely well-deserved on that nominee. All right, let's jump into the next one. The next one is um, PTCGO Radio or PTCG Radio. Oh, Ross. <laughs> yes, the Wassy. Uh, I mean, the man breaks the news. Uh, as he fast does. as Pokey Bleach puts, our, puts up articles, Ross the Boss puts out videos. So I will say they're, they're definitely well edited, especially in such short turnaround. Uh, so I would yeah. say out of all the nominees we have here, if you're wanting breaking news, uh, something that came up, Ross is the man. I swear he has the word before, uh, you know, Pokey Beach does. And he kind of just posts it simultaneously with Pokey yeah. Beach while he has that. So um, he's always on top of the news. Um, and he's also, and obviously he's a great caster and a good player. Um, so definitely, you know. And yes, he has fun non-news related video too. He's, he's yeah, he's stretching it out too. So he for, for sure is okay. All right, and then the last nominee for best YouTube of the Pokemon TCG for the year 2020 is Andrew Mahone and Tricky Gin. Yeah. So for what 
we haven't mentioned from our last two finalists is Tricky Jim is and Andrew really gets the this is a Pokemon deck. Let's break it down and I'm gonna show you how to play it. Um he's the man behind the deck profiles, pretty much. Hundred percent. He's he's mastered the the formula on how to kind of show off a deck, and he's really good at explaining how it works. And you can tell how well, like it, it works by what he puts out in terms of a video, the the amount you see that deck, then be played in online for and beyond 100% like there'll be times where you know I watch one of his videos and I'm like well we're gonna see that on the ladder and literally the next time I go on the ladder it is the deck I see next uh there's some times where I miss a video that he puts out and I'm like where is this deck coming from and then I'll just like see a clip uh thumbnail of the of the video I'm like well that makes sense um out of all these uh you know these best youtubers here he is the one that they really shapes the community and the meta that's playing on the online community more than anyone else. Um, and then, like you said, like the way he explains it and everything there is, is definitely, um, you know, his strengths, uh, any complaint that I had as far as on, on Twitch or any streaming platform, he doesn't have that on his YouTube. Um, and there's a reason he is the face of Pokemon when it comes to the, the TCG. Yeah, and everything is it's so clear and his his YouTube is so clear to understand. So right. And he has the best backdrop of everybody that uh that is on <laughs> any kind of platform. Maybe not maybe maybe I'm a close second. <laughs> maybe that brick wall, man, is pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh but uh <laughs> without further ado, let's get into the winner of the best youtuber uh for the pokemon tcg of the year 2022 uh the winner is andrew andrew mahone and tricky jim to be the first time he finally grabs the award from us this year right but, i uh, think he was nominated three times last year we shafted I, him all three I, I yeah i think we shafted him like every year till this year um he's deserved it i mean he deserves oh, it he he makes great content, and we really showcased um, three different aspects of what you can get on YouTube. I think we saw like the three different ways. You want news, you want meta report, but uh, I think we gave it to Andrew this year because he takes the cake on the deck profile. We see a lot of people trying to emulate that. So uh, and and it's great to see other people doing it, and it's nice to see cool people like other people's opinions on decks and, and thing and, and, and things like that. But he really has mastered that formula and really has taken on the popularity of being the face. hundred percent. Couldn't have a better face of Pokemon in my opinion. All right. We have two categories left, Chuck. Um, we're going to get into uh, another fun one before we get into player of the year. Uh, but this one, and we can't vote for ourselves here. This one was the only one that we um, actually broke the rules and had more than one nominee. I mean, that is best podcast of the year. Okay. All right. So we do have four here. So the first nominee is The Lake of Rage, uh, Mellow Magikarp and crew over there. 
every week breaking down the meta um, and talking about all things Pokemon TCG. Um, it's a fun podcast to listen to. Um, he does a lot of we've we've taken a little bit of inspiration off of him with our with our questions. Although we started first with the questions, he kind of did the rapid fire questions. So we've kind of taken a little inspiration off the rapid fire questions to the, his new guests. Uh, when it came into trivia and th- things like that but uh um it's a very fun podcast he knows what he's talking about he has all his guests there know what they're talking about and is definitely one to listen to when it's coming to the uh you know the meta of the pokemon tcg yeah very informative cast plus all the things you said so right all right uh the next nominee for the for the best podcast of the year is the shuffle pod yeah Lindsay and LDF are fun, uh, fun uh, guests to talk about. Everything's entertaining. Uh, they have good discussions. Yeah, just a great good time um, and good good information all around. Hundred percent. That both of them had a have a great mind for the game. We've already kind of talked about LDF, but um, Lindsay coming into the game, uh, she is a newer player, but she's picked it up so so fast and i've seen some of her stream games of just like all like she's so good at the game of pokemon for being so new to it um and her insights um to anything meta related is super fun um and then just you know just some of the topics that she brings up on the podcast and and talks about um you know from cheating and all that stuff just like bringing it up when we were on the on the on the cast where stuff that we don't necessarily like to you know you know, throw opinions out there because we don't want to like rock the boat too hard. Yeah. She doesn't care, um, yeah. which I love that. Uh, it's it's great. Um, where you know she'll have her opinion. She's very she's very opinionated and sticks to them. Um, and they're super valid. <laughs> so uh, it's it's a fun podcast to listen to. Um, you know, all things Pokemon for sure. Yeah. All right. So the third nominee of podcast of the year is gust of wind good old stupid and gazer stupid and gazer <laughs> these guys are i mean they're two guys that talk pokemon uh similarly into like us uh they're fun they like to have a good time gazer's fun he rolls with the punches pretty well um even though because stupid i think likes to pick on him maybe maybe yeah Gazer's, i mean uh, i think stupid i think is for a little bit Pick Steuben is, I think, the captain of that ship for sure. Um, and he, he throws a little shade at, at Gazer. Um, Gazer takes it, you know, with stride. Um, and sometimes he, you know, he asks for it um, or, with yeah. some of the comments or, or or deck decisions he makes. Um, but like he's he's the love for the game and just his energy um, is so great. Uh, it, it's fun just to have conversations with him. I've I've even just watched him on streaming and just and just watching him interact and just his both Steuben and, and Gazer, but both of them are so great for the community and just the, the way they interact with the with the community is so great. Um and again their 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 opinions are awesome. Um obviously we have Steuben he's more of the the veteran of the two um has had success at, at you know at regional level uh, events um, Gazer, um, still it, it, to he's his credit, he he, he says he's player. the middle. What's that? 
He's the newer player, but he's, he's the newer player, really... but he, he's the one that will say this to, to, to us or to anybody. He's like that, that he's always that guy that finishes in the middle of the pack at locals yeah. or wherever. And he's trying to, you know, improve himself. And I know they talk about improving the, you know, how they can improve upon the game, um, which is important for, you know, the community at large to, to learn from. Yeah. And I generally like their cast as well because they, they also, um, bringing out other uh, members of the community on as guests and just, you know, uh, showcase, showcase other areas of the community as well. hundred um, percent. All right. And then the last one here is uncommon energy. Um, obviously we've talked about Azul. He's a great player streamer. And, and, He's just everything. Uh, then chip, 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 <laughs> chip being one of the best uh, Pokemon commentators we have. Um, for the Pokemon company. Um, so kind of seeing the game in two different lights uh, for the most part, at least in the last couple of years here. Um, and then just, they're, they're just I, out of all the podcasts that are out there, I think those two have the biggest wealth or pool of knowledge when it comes to the game itself. Uh, both are definitely veterans of the game, multi-year veterans of the game, um, seen success. Um and then they have fun game and banter as well, back and forth. I love how when um when Azul will say something wrong, and we kind of talked about this with Gusta Wind, where Steuben kind of gives uh, Gazer a little bit of grief. If if Azul mis mispronounces a Pokemon or a word, like just a random word, Chip will call it on him. Um, yeah. Not uh, he's just because he's Azul and he's won like NAIC in multiple different um, <laughs> tournaments. It doesn't matter. He'll just rip on him, and, and yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> It's kind of like listening to, uh, I don't know, you got to be a football fan, but like uh, like Tony Romo and uh, Al Michaels in the booth or like, you know, like the top two guys doing football analysis. Like it would be, it'd be kind of funny to watch, like if they could get them two to <laughs> cast something together because the podcast kind of like, is kind of like them doing like a pregame show. It's right. like, they're the pregame guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have great insight uh, coming from two different. I mean, Chip Chip's a good player in his own right, but coming from a, you know, you got NIC winning player, and then you got the caster that really knows his stuff around the game as well. So it's, it's great insight from the two of them. Plus, 100%. I'm a big fan of uh, name that. Just that flavor text. So yeah, as you stole it one time for one of yes. our trivia's, where where we got the 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 uh, the infamous Amolga. <laughs> yeah, and I got the cease and desist quickly. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our peacemaking where we nominate them. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, the winner of the best poke or Pokemon podcast uh, of the year. We can't pick ourselves, of course. Um, and we picked the Lake of Rage. Lake of Rage. Lake of Rage. So, again, all of these podcasts, and I, there are more. Um, it definitely is a growing community of podcasts. Uh, love listening to all of them. Um, but what, what I'll say on my end is whenever I listen to a podcast, you know, outside our own, um, when I'm trying to get like any news of the week or or something important coming up um, in the in the Pokemon TCG world, Lake of Rage is the first one I go to. Yeah, that's the. I I mean, I've heard people talk about all the podcasts we've mentioned, um, but 
there's like uh, the Lake of Rage is the one I've heard the most comments about how the content they bring um, to the table. So that was why my my vote went that way. I like, think it's just, I, th I think what it is is like because every one of them talk about the same thing. Like all of us talk about the same things. Like whatever the yeah. news of the week is, I think it is. It comes down to Mellow Magikarp and his delivery, um, where if he's going solo or with whoever he's talking with, um, like he's very just the way he brings brings whatever topic to the table. Um, I think it's the most enjoyable and most relatable even to newer players, which I think is very important uh, for for that cast. Um so I, I definitely think that's probably what sets him apart or what sets that podcast apart from the rest. Yeah, totally agree. All right. Well, let's get into our last category of this year's Triple P's third annual uh, Pokemon Show Awards, and that is Best Player of the Year, um, which this one is going to be a little odd because this we're, we're, we're usually going from January to December. Um, not, which, we were renaming this to the Outstanding Season Award. Yeah, best yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Outside <laughs> Outstanding Season Award. This one's a little difficult because um, we came out of the COVID year um, where we weren't having a full season. So we really only had a half a season um, to start last uh, the last season. And then at the beginning of this season, which were maybe a little under a half, but we basically had a full season worth of stuff in there. Um, so it's a little bit different and hard to quantify there, but we have three nominees. And again, there are so many great players. There are so many regional winners, uh, IC winners, world's winners. Um, but we, we have three that we think are truly probably the, the creme de la creme, um, here. So the first nominee of best season is Piper Lapine. Yeah. Piper a... is it was killing it. So she went from seniors where I believe she uh you know was already having a lot of success in that. And then once she aged up, um uh, first tournament in Baltimore, literally wins her first tournament in in the in the uh the masters division uh yeah. as she ages up and then winning Toronto. Uh, so two of the first three she was in, I believe that was the first three. Um, there might be a one or two more in between there, but winning those two in first in fact in that fast succession, also um, being the only player that is a multi-regional winner of this uh, of this current season that we're in, uh, there's something to be said there. Yeah, yeah, and it's been doing it well all year, doing well all year. So. Right, even the ones that she doesn't win. Always in the cut, always making uh, always making noise. Um, super solid player. Um, and now she's just showing it now that she's had her first uh, chance at, at the Masters Division. All right. And our next nominee is Tord Reckliv. Yeah. I mean, what more can you say about Tord? Uh, he got his, his uh, fourth NAIC this year. Uh, no, so, that was LAIC. So he is actually whoa, whoa. the first player. His fourth, his fourth, his fourth IC. IC. And he's say. the first player in Pokemon TCG history to win all the ICs. Um, plus, he also won a regional in there. I forget which one, but I know he won one this season. Um, 
Also, you know, he's one of the top players for last season, going to Worlds, having success, making multiple day twos. You can't really say much more toward. I think, in my opinion, it is the GOAT, um, the best that's ever played the game overall. I know there's arguments for other players. Um, but again, I know he's never won worlds, but he's won all four ICs and multiple regionals. Um, so you can't really go wrong there. And there's yeah. no signs of slowing down for him. Yeah, yeah. He's he's gotta get that that worlds for the thumb to finish the infinity gauntlet. So right. Yeah. If if you're a player that has your face photoshopped over Thanos with an infinity gauntlet where he's putting another <laughs> IC in there. <laughs> That means you're pretty good at the game. <laughs> yeah, it might be. Just you might bit. be good at this. <laughs> All right, and let's go into our last nominee for this category, and that is Azul GG. Uh, I mean, GG says it all. Good game because he's got he's multiple IC winner now, I believe. Right? No, 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 no. He's Just only won one IC. He's made. He's made top eight a couple times, I believe, but that was his only one. I know he he's okay. he's still aiming, and he, I believe that he will become a four time champion eventually. Uh, it's just a matter yeah. of time. But but Azul winning NIC, winning regionals uh, through you know winning multiple different tournaments, plus all just, the online stuff he's doing. He, he's such a solid player. Yeah, but he always seems like he's finding you find him in that top eight. Uh, or in the talks of being in the top eight, like he's uh, he's yeah. gonna win his last game. I think um, he's so bubbled out just on percentage points like four times this year, which still just means like that was just because his opponents had a, a he just had a worse strength of schedule. Yeah. So he he's definitely shown the chops that he's uh, up there with the uh, the big names in in the game that can show. Um, how to how to do well in the game. I'm sorry. hundred <laughs> percent. No, I agree. Um, there are so many great players in this game that you know we just could we could have to pick down to three. Uh so those are the three we came up with. Um, yeah. if you didn't get picked, please don't find get get offended. Um, there are so many great players, and we those know are that the three it's hottest hard. seasons I've been seeing. So hundred percent. Um, but with that being said, the to end this episode, uh, we'll pick the the best player or the blessed season of the of the year i guess um and the winner to this category is piper lapine piper Piper was on the cast she's a great mind for the game uh looking at her like i would look back at her run this year she was like top top 32 like throughout the entire like the shortened season for before worlds she was top 32-ing everything there, plus the world's run was really well. Um, uh, and then coming into the new season right after Worlds, like right into it, winning two regionals already. Um, one of the only few select people to even do that in one season. It's just crazy. Um, and it's her first season. Yeah, it's her first season. And doing it with like not necessarily like the top meta dogs in both re- in both tournaments. I mean, yeah, I mean, I can't speak a, to we, all. We can her. argue she won a deck. She won a regional with a control deck. So, 
even like, and a lot of people argue Xander's the best control player of the of you know of our time here. Um, but Piper just basically takes his list and says, "Let me show you how it's actually done." <laughs> and she wins it. Um, and then the when she took down Baltimore, it was with the uh, Intellion Charizard um, before the Lost Box came out, um, which wasn't quote unquote the the meta deck of the the, the pick, but she's. She's picking the decks that most people wouldn't have the courage to pick and then playing them well and just taking advantage of matchups and and sequencing. So um, it's the deck selections. It's the results. It's just how dominant she's been in Masters since she started. Yeah. You summed it up good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our third annual triple p award show um congratulations to all the winners um these are always fun to do um especially since we're in a downtime as far as like pokemon news with the holiday season coming up here um but chuck i love doing these with you i can't wait for the fourth annual one uh can't wait to see you know what the next year of pokemon uh brings to us and our community uh cards that will come out it's just i i know there's gonna be a lot of different categories out there uh, to talk about and I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. These are always fun. And it's always great to kind of look back at the year, see what it was. And and everyone is is just kind of like a, a fun awards. Uh nothing is meant to throw a slight. It's just to have a little bit of fun at the end of the year. So uh don't take it too seriously if you're you're listening. Yeah, for that much, but yeah, it's a super um, prestigious awards that me and you come up with um, here yeah. at the Triple P. <laughs> so uh, this isn't the actual Oscars. So I mean, maybe uh, one yeah. day that maybe one that day. could be our thing where they just hope, come to well, us. No, for, like, I the do the have hopes awards. that one day that people will want to win the Triple P podcast. Awards, oh, people so. already want to win. I've already come across all of those. So. No, we're good. It's just a matter of getting recognized by Pokemon and officially doing this. Let's get let's get this on or let's let's get Pokemon on this train. I will do an award show. Let's do a stream. Let's do it all. I will mail awards to people. I will be happy to do that. Right. And and I will I can order a cane to pull yank people off the (laughs) stage from their their speech. I got (laughs) elevator music on the ready. Like, let's go. Let's go. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening to us again towards the end. Um, and then that will do it for us. Uh, and we'll guy we'll see you guys next week. I'll see you guys next year. Oh, we're going with that one, huh? <laughs> <laughs> thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if, as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Panucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later.